Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the abstract presented to you by the WSRC. Today, we have our lovely outreach team. Um, and before we get into our interview, we'd like to just let you guys know that our high school case competitions registration is currently still open. So make sure to um, use the link in the description to register. Um, and then a case release folder will be released soon after. Um, it's a great way to develop your skills with communication, problem solving, so definitely sign up. Those close on the 6th. My name is Janica. I am the creative lead at The Abstract. Uh, my name is Lev. I'm the co-chair uh, of this conference. My name is Ananya, and I am the outreach director for the WSRC. And I'm one of the high school ambassadors. Wonderful. So beginning our interview, we are going to start off with two truths and a lie. It's a fun little game we're playing with all of our teams. Does everyone have their two truths and a lie ready? Yeah, I can go. Not that interesting, but I'll try my best. So uh, first one is never broken a bone. Second one is play a lot of basketball. And third one is never have been out of Canada. Again with the Canadian play the the international travel we got stumped by that in the marketing uh in interview right before this actually i use that a lot too that i've never been out of canada never broken a bone in the other one yeah uh no what was the what was the one what was the lie uh play basketball play soccer <laughs> I don't you know play how. soccer i suck at basketball yeah so i love play basketball too. But what's your um, position in soccer? Uh, used to play right wing and then, I don't know, stopped playing in like grade seven. Okay. Still play a little you bit. stopped playing grade seven? It's been a while. Dude. I, I still play a little bit though. That's nice. So Ananya, do you have yours? Okay, <laughs> I got mine. You um, okay, yeah. So um, the first one is that I have baked perfect macarons the first time I made them, which is a, a humble brag. Um, the second is this car right here. I got it while playing tennis. Um, and the third one is I once drove almost 100 kilometers to see llamas and it was totally worth it. They were adorable and we fed them um, whatever they We bought it from a local farmer and then we sat there and fed them. And it was the cutest thing ever. There's no way you when, when, when the Federer just like launched the ball and you know served it to you, the ball just hit you right there and it it cut you. I actually hit myself with a racket. Wow. I know the answer to this because I know where you got that scar from. That's just not fair. Okay, all right. <laughs> Second one it is. Fantastic. Okay, so uh, my sister has the tennis car, and I have this from gymnastics. Mm. How did the gymnastics have you just hit your head? Yeah, I fell, and I was like trying to show off, you know, what I learned recently, and I literally fell onto like um, concrete floor and like flipped open. Jesus yeah. Christ, that's, that's oh. awful. But yeah. Uh, so Ananya, you've been part of WSRC for a while. I think you started in second year. Um, so it's been like three years you were a part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's my third year here. 
would you be able to tell us um, something you learned from, you know, the positions you've held and, you know, being part of outreach um, for three years that you believe like pretty much everyone should know and learn in life? I would say something that um, really important is to follow up, not only doing your due diligence in, um, you know, reaching out to people, getting to know them, but also following up just so you are always checking where you're at and you set a goal for yourself. Um, and then you, it's important to check in with yourself and people around you who are guiding you. And I really found that out, um, not only while I was uh, in outreach, reaching out to people, you know, so that they could promote a conference, but also reaching out to them continuously for different, different ventures we had, for the abstracts, for our applications, for the research expo. But also while I have my internship and I'm getting industry experience, um, that's one of the skills I take from WSRC and I'm, I'm applying it here because as a co-op student, I am constantly learning um, and the vaccine industry is vast and people here come from all different skill sets. Around me, I'm surrounded with people with a lar large knowledge base. And so it's my responsibility to make the most of my experience by tapping into that knowledge base. And so continuously following up with people um, in order to get their opinions on things that I'm working on, as well as learn from what they've done is really, is really important uh, for this experience of mine. Um, the one experience, the one example I always use is of uh, someone I work with who started off in uh, marine biology, uh, and somehow she ended up at a human vaccine production company. So her journey has always inspired me to be learning more because we don't know where we're going to end up. And but now it's like accumulating skills through. Um, whatever experiences I can get. And so, yes, that's, that's my long-winded answer. That's a lovely answer. I love to see how your experience at WSRC impacts what you do at work. That was fantastic. Yeah. And so I feel like you've been able to also adapt because um, you were part of Outreach before the pandemic. And now going into, you know, outreach during the pandemic, and I feel like Cheyenne, feel free to chime in on this as well. Um, do you feel like your adaptability skills have developed even more? Yeah, definitely. Like uh, more online based. Like uh, one, one thing I noticed was um, before the pandemic, you usually had to go directly to a person to get in contact with them and, you know, talk to them face to face. Now you can just email people, you can call people and they are available. They're always checking their email and their phones uh, because we're in a pandemic. We're mostly virtual. So, yeah, I guess it's more easier to out uh, to do outreach and talk to people and gain connections nowadays. Yeah, I totally agree, especially whenever I was like a finance director or doing sponsorships, I usually go in or like do a phone call, then go in and grab everything or like talk to the manager. And so it's really interesting to see how there's this more accessible way of doing everything nowadays. Yeah, I definitely agree that people are checking their emails. It's easier to get in touch with people. Um, I still miss the aspect of, you know, having a WSRC booth in, say, UCC, where you can chat with people, tell them about our conference. Um, I definitely miss the in-person aspect of it. But having the conference being virtual, um, it's more accessible to everyone. We have 
people from all over Canada apply and present their research. And I feel like with it being virtual, we can tap into uh, you know, their unique knowledge base that they have. Um, and so it's been a really great experience um, listening to people like last year, we had um, our, um, we had our conference and people from Manitoba, Regina were all there, even Ontario. And so it was interesting to see how different and unique the projects were, uh, which I really like. And reaching out now, because people can see that it's accessible to them, they're a lot more enthusiastic about applying to our conference. And so it's been interesting to see the, um, you know, the evolution of WSRC because it's gained popularity uh, since we've gone all virtual. And so for me, that's really exciting because the first year I was here, I was mainly reaching out to people in Western um, and, you know, um, everyone was super enthusiastic there as well. But now the scope of it has grown, which is really exciting for me. Yeah, I love that. And our high school session is open to everyone in the GTA as well. So it's great that you can incorporate people from all districts um, into the conference and really have more people join, like you said, Ananya, from all over the place. So is there anything you'd like to say in terms of the case competition, the high school session? Um, I, I definitely think that this is a great opportunity for those of you in high school. The case competition is basically taking what was accessible to university to students earlier and um, making it accessible to high school students because one of the things um, we all gauged from our high school session last year was that there were not that many opportunities of creative, critical and creative thinking available to students in um, a setting that was multidisciplinary. So there are science competitions out there, there are business competitions out there, but nothing that brings people together on one stage sort of uh, to get them thinking about one problem. So this year, what we're trying to do is to have people from all different fields come in, think about climate change, that is our topic for this year, and generate a unique innovation idea that they have a business analysis, an economic policy analysis, or a law analysis uh, of what policies are adopted by different countries to see um, how climate change affects all of us and what we can do um, as you know, citizens of this world. So all high school students are eligible to apply and you know, be creative. This is your opportunity to think of something. And you can, as Janika mentioned, it is a great opportunity to collaborate and improve your communication skills while being in a setting that has um, the expertise of not only professors, graduate students, but also undergraduate students who have experience with case competitions such as these. So I'm really excited to get started this year. I know, and I'm excited too. It's great to see how you can like utilize your knowledge and really put it into place with a case competition and present your proposals during the conference. What's the biggest takeaway you'd like high school students, um, anyone attending the high school session to learn? Uh, I'll just jump in here. I think the main takeaway is like explore. Don't just focus on like, you know, pure wet lab research because that's what you see everyone doing. There are many fields of research out there and 
there are many areas to innovate in and i think that's one thing wsrc advocates for multidisciplinary research so yeah just you know explore as to what's out there that's perfect that's amazing yeah and if you know you're just getting started um i like the idea of explore um because it's um you have one topic given to you and you can take any approach you'd like we will also be hosting zoom sessions once registration is complete uh, and case release folders have gone out, just so, um, you know, if you need any help getting started, uh, you can always attend those Zoom sessions and hash out your ideas, talk about it, uh, because I know everyone has such great ideas from what we heard in our networking sessions last year. And yeah, I would like everyone to take away from this that you can um, innovate even in these restricted times. I know. The worst is behind us, I'm sure. Uh, but even while you're sitting at home and you don't have access to a lab, as Cheyenne said, wet lab is not the only kind of research. Um, you can, you have the internet at your disposal. You have all the resources in terms of your educators, your teachers, your professors. And so tapping into their knowledge base and getting started from where you are right now uh, would be something you know, you can always do that. And that I think is the main takeaway I would like people to have. Amazing answers. And if you'd like to give any advice to anyone applying for the case comp, um, what would you like to say? Uh, I can start us off, but we are gonna put down like the rubrics for the case comp in the case release folder. So make sure to look at that and really go through everything that's written on there. Honestly, if I can say something, I was going to say I just wouldn't be intimidated and just to apply. It's like a learning experience. You're just in high school. It's a great step into research and really practicing all those skills mentioned earlier. So this is just a great first step. Yeah, because I was going to say like when I was in high school, I thought university is all that like, wow, smart people go there and whatever. And then I got into university and then I thought that's kind of weird. But the... The, the point of that is just like not to be kind of like afraid of that whole thing and just to, you know, like Jonica said, come out and just, uh, it's a learning experience above anything else. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think the hardest part of a case competition is coming up with um, what you're going to work on and don't be intimidated by this because you're going to have like 500 bad ideas before you like an idea and that's okay. Uh, when I did a case competition in first year, we sort of said we had a clinical um, application of a drug we were analyzing. And it was, we were thinking along all spectrums and thinking about various diseases we could solve and how we could apply it so that it would be a novel idea. And so I think what we settled on doing benign tumors in the brain. And the hardest part of having a case and starting a case competition, your research for this case competition is coming up with the idea. And I would say, don't be afraid of like exploring all different facets, because if you look at something from a strictly um, biology perspective, and you would think that maybe a substance that that's used as a drug can only be used as a drug. But I have read projects that someone proposed bioplastics made from a drug substance, which is really, really unique. So, you know, you should 
try to step out of your comfort zone and explore things that you would not not normally think of. And so this is a great platform to do that because once you have your idea, you just have to start and see what other people have done. And that's how you build your proposal. That's how you propose something that's new by learning or by getting the knowledge that other people have had and sort of putting your own spin to it. Because nothing we do is a discovery. Discoveries don't happen anymore. Um, it's rare, but our main focus in science and in other fields of research is innovation. And so that's what you're aiming for with this competition is to innovate with what you have available um, in terms of the knowledge you have, in terms of the skill sets of the people around you. And you're just trying to think of something that's unique and because the problem is climate change, it's a pretty widespread problem that affects all of us. Um, so it's just how you want to approach this problem. All of your thoughts um, can, you know, accumulate to do something that is valid. And you guys just need to come up with a solution to the problem. Very well said. I did want to mention that we did, like, in research, we came up with, like, a team name and research came up with Research Avengers. This is not a cool name. It's actually kind of, you know, it, it's a medium name. Jokes <laughs> because, you know, one in the city of trees. So I like it. Perfect. I like it too. Alrighty. Well, thank you, Outreach, for coming and speaking with us today. It was great chatting with you. And just a reminder to sign up for a case competition. The link is in our description. And that's it from us. Thank you guys for coming. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you.